Brady, I'm doing well, buddy. Uh, hope you're feeling better. And yeah, the word you use there is correct. Finally, 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 finally uh, got this deal done. And uh, yeah, Red Sox fans should be should feel pretty good today about uh, at least right now the current direction of their team's playing this sort of money on Rafael Devers. You know, the Sox deservedly getting a lot of praise for getting this done. But what surprises you more? That they got this done pre-spring training or that it only took this level of commitment? Because quite frankly, Devers had this team by the Achilles tendon. Like if he wanted to rake them over the coals for 15 and 400, that's what I would have done. This didn't seem like that big a deal, frankly. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty significant. I mean, it's, uh, for the market obviously changed this offseason. So if you want to compare it to the market, you're probably right. Um, but for, for this this ownership group, having not committed to, to Mookie Betts long-term, having not wanted to overpay for Xander Bogart, I think there was some question about their level of commitment to keeping star players here. So I guess I would say I'm more surprised that it actually got done now and not in spring training. And I, I have to assume that the Bogarts backlash was part of that ownership. I'm, I'm sure we'll find out stepped in and was part of making this deal done. But uh, yeah, I, I thought this was going to drag out for a while, Brady. There was there were so many of these deals that dragged out. Uh, I was surprised when they made the announcement this week. You know, how much did the Bogarts Endeavors contract discussions from last year impact last year's team, a.k.a. how much of a relief will it be for this year's team to not have to go through that again? Well, I think specifically for the manager, and I, I don't think this has been talked about enough, um, and that's, you know, Alex Cora, the last couple of years, he's let you know, uh, not so directly, that they were they were annoyed about some of the moves the team made and didn't make around the All-Star break. And Alex Cora, I don't think, came back to manage a team that was going to be fighting for the bottom of the division. And so to get this guy locked up after he spent all last year politicking for Xander Bogarts to get locked up, I think that part is definitely significant. Uh, and I think Alex Cora is going to feel better about this year's team, knowing this doesn't weigh over this entire team. And certainly affecting the players uh, is probably impacted too, like you said. But I think the biggest impact is on Cora. Uh, now knowing they committed to this guy, they still have funds they can build around him long term. And I think it's a reminder that, you know, for, for Cora, they are going to try to compete. I'm sure there were off teams in this time, soft season Brady, where he's like, well, what, what are we doing here? I come back to manage a team that's not going to spend money. And so the Cora part of this, I don't think it's been talked about enough. And I'm sure he is one of the people happiest about getting this deal done. Now that Devers has the money, what needs to change for him in terms of his leadership, his on-field and, and in-clubhouse responsibilities? Yeah, I, I I guess there was a time where the highest paid guy is like got to be the leader. But I mean, he's still a younger player in his early 20s. So I'm not sure what type of leader he's going to be. For me, he's got to find a way to stay healthy. You know, last year he hurt himself. He, the power outage was pretty significant because of the, the leg injuries there in the second half of the year. He's got to find a way to stay healthy for an entire season because forget the leadership. He's now the focal point of this offense. Like he has got to be a 30 home run guy like every year to justify that contract. And so even more important leadership, stay healthy, hit home runs and, and be able to carry that lineup for stretches at a time, because that's, it's going to be up to him. That's going to be a huge part of this for him as being one of the best offensive players in baseball at the South. Mike Manansky, longtime Boston radio host, longtime Red Sox insider with us here on the Brady Farkas show on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEV radio.com. Now that this deal is in the fold, 
How do you feel about the Red Sox offseason in totality thus far? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they had to do this. So I, I want to give them credit for spending the money. I want to give them credit for getting it done. But the bets and, and Bogart's precedent, they had to make it. So I, I think that the offseason still is a little bit uneven. Uh, I think they're gambling on uh, some guys that to come back in that starting rotation and be much better than they were last year. Uh, I like the rebuild of the bullpen. They added legitimate arms back there finally after sticking Alex Cora with, uh, again, a pretty bad bullpen a year ago. You get Devers locked up offensively. So I, I, it's, it's a mixed bad, um, but it's probably like, a, uh, I'd say, a C-plus. Brady, how would you grade it out based on what they've done this year? Um, I'd probably go a little higher. I'd probably go, but but not much. B minus or so, just to make myself feel better yeah, about B, it. C minus, yeah, B plus. I mean, B minus, C plus, somewhere. I, I, I'm probably being a little bit unfair because I'm not giving them the credit most people are for the Devers thing because they had to do it. But you're you're still making some major gambles uh, in that starting rotation, and I guess they'll they'll try to hope the bullpen's elite enough to carry them. Uh, and we'll see offensively you know, how it shakes out after you know losing the bat of Bogarts in the lineup. I think a lot of it will hinge on how Yoshida is because I I think yeah. we all kind of agree the bullpen moves are good. The rotation moves leave something to be desired, and we all agree the Devers move had to get done. The swing move for me is how Yoshida is. If he comes in and hits 290 and shows some pop and gets on base a bunch, then great. If he comes in and hits 237, then I'll probably be calling it a dud by you know by mid-May. Yeah, it's, it's a great point, you know, because we don't have any sort of baseline. Because immediately when the signing happened, I'm sure you're like me, and the, the reports are very good yeah. on Yoshida. And the money's not bad. Like, look, they spent some money there. That's great. And then the second layer of reports are like, well, he might not be that good of a player. So yep. we're, we're left to sort of judge by these different scouting reports and videos that we watch. But there's definitely potential there, and they need it. Like quite frankly, their their offense without him in the American League is not going to be in the upper echelon. And this team, as you know, I've been covering them forever. Like they're 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 usually a very good offensive team when they're good. They're not really a pitching and defense team, so they need your shooter to be pretty good. That's a good point. If you could have only had one of the big three, Devers, Bogarts, Betts, did you end up with the one that you wanted? I uh, see. I I was always a huge Bogarts and, and, and a Bogarts fan, and I know that his age uh, probably makes him the least desirable of the three. Uh, but I thought what Bogarts brought in terms of you mentioned leadership with Devers, like he was the leader. And I go back to when Betts and Bogarts were both here, and Bogarts be the one answering questions in the post game. Like the, the the media would talk to him. He was the vocal guy. He liked playing in this market. He thrived playing in this market. But he's also the oldest guy. So sentimentally. As an old guy, I wanted Bogart. But of the two now that you missed on bets, it had to be Devers. And it's a tough question to answer because they happen at different times. At least in this case, it felt like that Devers was more open than Bogart's was, uh, Betts was, obviously, to getting a deal done. You know, Betts, I think, pressed their hand. He didn't really want to be here. He wanted to set the market. And Devers proved that he didn't. And, you know, I, I think luckily they got him because I'm not sure how you sell it to young Red Sox fans hey, all those Betts and Bogarts and Devers t-shirts you have, they're now useless. So thank God they got it done. And of the three, uh, because he wanted to be here, yeah, I'll put him slightly ahead of Betts, admitting that I had a, a soft spot for Bogarts personally. Uh, I thought he was he missed a lot to this team. I thought fans underrated how good he was here in Boston. You know, I know contracts are a two-way street and, and both parties have to want it. But now that this is off of Bloom's back. How quickly do you think he turns to trying to make sure we don't ever end up in this spot again? And I mean, 
trying to lock up a Tristan Casas on a pre-arbitration deal, a Brian Bayo, et cetera. That feels like the next move for him, does it not? That's been the move for the team. Uh, I mean, Tampa, that was sort of the, the, the project, right? Let's get these guys locked in long-term. They have some young players, obviously, that are pretty good. What I would do next if I was with high and bloom is I would trade some of these prospects, Brady. Like, there, there's, there's got to be a starting pitcher or two out there that can be had for some of these prospects. They're not going to pan out. People should be reminded how much crap Dave Dombrowski took for trading all these quote-unquote super prospects. None of them panned out, unless you want to give credit for Kopech or for, for Yohan Moncada, who have been major league players, but neither one's been great. All the guys he traded, people got so bent out of shape or didn't pan out. So if you're Bloom now, even forgetting the, the long-term extension for younger players, trade some of these guys now. They're not all going to pan out and bring in a starting pitcher. Like that to me is the next thing for him. You've built up the farm system, your top 10 in baseball America, trade some prospects, bring in a starter and add to that rotation. That should be his next step here before spring training because there are trades out that are be had, I'm convinced. How do you want to see them handle shortstop? That's kind of the next big question for me, at least offensively and defensively. Do you want to see them play Story there? Do you want to see Kike there? Do you want to see Arroyo there? Do you want to see somebody else there? How do you think they should handle shortstop? I don't think they have a choice, man. I, I think it's Trevor Story. You know, I think Trevor Story is going to play shortstop for them, and they'll use some sort of combination of players at second base, uh, whether Kike plays them or Christian Arroyo, who when he was healthy last year, and I forget if it was uh, our guy Red Sox stats on Twitter or Barrett, but one of those guys pointed out that like he was as good as Trevor Story was. His big issue is in staying healthy. But I think he, you paid all that money to Trevor Story. How do you not play him a shortstop, right? Yeah, you know, I just worry about his elbow. You know, I have Buster Olney on every week, and he's convinced me that, that scouts are worried about Story's elbow and that he might not be able to hold up there for a full season. So what's, if it's not Story, I, I don't think it's Kike every day. I, I think he's better served, you know, doing different things for your team. Uh, yeah, that, that's interesting. And I obviously trust Buster's reporting on that, and it was a report when he signed that deal with the Red Sox late last year. So I, I, my, my preference would still be Trevor Story, giving you invested that much money in him. But I, I, look, Kyan Blooms now, he's got the Devers thing put to the side. My guess he's got probably like 10 more you know, things on his checklist, maybe in middle infield part of it. I'm, I'm with you on, on potential trades. You know, um, I don't want to give up the entire farm, but I'm with you on prospects. You know, five through 10 can all be moved. Some, there's always a, a team moving somebody, right? You know, just go find this year's version of uh, a Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker who got moved or this year's yeah. version of Chris Bassett. There's always somebody selling. You can go find that team and give up a Bobby Dahlbeck and a Tanner Houck and some of your more interesting fringe major league guys. That's how I've seen it. And- and, then, and obviously the Marlins, people saw the Marlins before. I'm sure you talked about yeah. it. Uh, there, but I, I don't think Costas will be a big part of that. But I do think there's a deal to be had there. Um, there are major league players there that could be available for prospects. So I, I, that's what I would be doing right now. I totally agree. Because they're not all going to pan out. You can't – this is what Ben Sherrington's issue was. He collected these prospects, but they were fine wine. Like, oh, look at this vintage. Can we drink that one? No, we're going to keep that on the shelf. You can't do that with all these prospects. And – for Bloom, now that we got the Devers thing out, people, I'm, I'm sure you agree, Brady, like, the expectation is you're a playoff team this year. Like, last year was an embarrassment top to bottom for the organization. Don't you have to compete for a playoff team this year? And if you do, 
you're trading some prospects to become a better major league team in 2023. I think you've given me a conversation point for the next segment, reasonable expectations for the Red Sox. Mike, yeah, Mike, love it. Mike Nansky, longtime radio host in Boston, longtime host of the Red Sox pregame show right here on DEV. Mutt, be well in 2023, and we'll catch up again soon. Brady, glad you're feeling better, buddy. Best to you and the great audience there in Vermont. We'll talk soon, but thanks.